Hello and welcome to Gundam I Hardly Know Him. As you know, this is the book club style podcast where each week we discuss an entry into the Gundam franchise. Whether that be a series, anime, movie, sometimes a game, sometimes we discuss something different altogether. Today is episode 2 of season 10 and we are discussing G Gundam, episodes 8 through 15? Is that right? 15? 8 Up through 14. 14? 14 is yeah. the last episode 8 through 14? I watched. Yes. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Eight through fourteen. That's it. I definitely didn't watch episode fifteen. I had to no, stop no, myself. No, no, I really no, no, wanted no, no, to watch no. episode fifteen. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm Michael. Hello. I hope you're doing well. Uh, and I am joined, as always, by two of my favorite people. Firstly, we've got your number one Char hater, sandwich lover, ladder climber, straight from the brig. We got Alex. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't call me a ladder climber anymore. <laughs> Failed that's, that's, ladder climber. That's, that's, that's just... Amateur ladder climber. <laughs> that's just mean. You, technically, you're a professional ladder, ladder climber. You do get paid to climb ladders. I do. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. And apparently, I also get paid to not climb ladders if I fall off of them. <laughs> so... Yeah, by that logic, Alex gets paid to do a lot of things. That's Alex true. gets paid That's to true. get yelled at. That's Alex true. gets paid to be talked over. It's great, a great job. Um, so yeah, Alex is uh, playing injured today. Uh, they uh, hurt their ankle on the ladder, but so that that's the inside joke. But anyway, it's really, uh, really hurting my fantasy <laughs> gun to my hardly know him podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you'd be out for the season. <laughs> um, the other lovely voice you're hearing is, of course, uh, the lasagna kid himself, your mom's favorite game designer. We're joined by Simon. Hey, Simon. I probably am a lot of your mom's favorite game designers and they don't even know it yeah i think so i also had lasagna at like a restaurant the other day like somewhere where you like pay for food and then they bring it out to you um moments later after they prepare it Mm -hmm. um and after receiving the lasagna and eating lasagna i think i probably have the best lasagna in portland because this one was mids at best really Uh, very creamy i know where Um, i know where you got your lasagna that's a very authentic italian spot yeah, I'd like to think of my kitchen, um, you know, having zero Italian heritage in my bloodline as one of the more authentic <laughs> Italian hotspots in Portland. Well, um, <laughs> when am I, I going to have your lasagna? Oh, I, I'll I'll do a run. I've been kind of taking a lasagna tea break, to be completely frank. Um, I kind of went a little bit too hard there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But the second I have another vat out, I'll do my little... Uh, uh, Santa Claus run around Portland dropping off uh, lasagna to all the well-behaved um, people that aren't on my naughty list. <laughs> oh, so good luck, Alex. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's, here's a new uh, segment. Uh, a, a new segment this week. Simon's naughty yeah. list. Simon, Simon's naughty si- list. Simon, who's on your naughty list? Give us some names. Um, okay. Uh, Lance Armstrong. Hey Lance Armstrong, fuck you. No lasagna Kermit for the you. Frog. Kermit? Yeah. Eat it. Kermit's Kermit, always no been lasagna. an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um the the entire show Deadliest Catch. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll stop and say it. Fuck hey, you, Deathly Sketch. You yeah, guys get no yeah, lasagna. Like, hey, yeah, hey, you guys get, like, eat your fucking fish. Like, hey, like <laughs> back on land, we have a couple other foods that we hey, can indulge Hey, Deadliest Catch, dead, Deadliest Catch these balls on your face. <laughs> <laughs> That That's was really good that, that was Simon's naughty list. <laughs> yeah, we'll every that. week we'll, we'll append to it. It's it's like run like like you cannot get off my naughty list once no. you're on it. Um, but it it is rapidly expanding. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. This week, G Gundam Mobile Fighter G Gundam. We did it again. How uh, how did you all feel jumping back into the show after uh, last week's episode? Oh, these, these episodes were fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah. I also watched the dub this time, not the sub, and Let's that go. made it monumentally more enjoyable. Um, I mean, no shade on, like, subbed anime. In fact, I think that <laughs> if I throw any shade on subbed anime, I'd have a pretty large army coming after me. Mm-hmm. But it was very nice just to be able to, like, pay attention and also have it be more reminiscent of like those Saturday morning cartoons. Cause I didn't do a whole lot of reading on Saturday mornings. I didn't watch a whole lot of like foreign language films as a child, <laughs> but um, anyways, I actually, yeah. I actually watch it dub, but with subtitles on. All right. I gotta get so, a little bit of both. Actually, that's I, like, I, I did too. Which Alex, I don't know if you're having the, like. Are you actually watching a dub with subtitles on? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you're running into this experience, but I mean, this is pretty normal for anime where the subtitles and the dub are very different. Yes, I was <laughs> yeah. actually, I was like the perfect segue because one of like the biggest notes I've had was in the first episode we watched where they mm-hmm. kept saying "do away for kill." <laughs> it was so fucking funny like you can't do away with him and stuff else. you can't kill him i won't let you kill do away and i, like, I, I just got, got a three do away streak in I call just, of duty noticing all, all these episodes all the different ways they'd say you finish with saying kill yeah in the in the sub does the um neo china fighter say bro as much as he does yes and uh yeah it's still it's, it's, yes. okay it's still bro interesting that's a pivotal character yeah. cornerstone there. No, th- that's like a massive part he's like sai sai she's actually like a surfer from california <laughs> yeah like real shit <laughs> um one of the things I, th- I found funny about the uh subtitles on my uh pirated copy is that they're in, like basically in comic sans <laughs> which i thought I think, was a really fun choice i think, my, I think mine are too <laughs> yeah very strong comic sans uh font i just took um, it as like bootleg 90s anime and i did not question yeah. it at all <laughs> And then also, uh, I was kind of hoping that somebody was still watching just the subtitled version because I was wondering. I didn't catch this, but I was I was thinking about it towards the end, which is how do they uh, translate in the subtitles all the time? All those times that Domon tells uh, Rain to shut up. <laughs> like, oh. do, they, do they say shut up? Because he is constantly telling her to shut up, like every yeah. episode. Shut up, and then like immediately going back on it too, of like just like. <laughs> 
there's a real will they won't they uh relationship with rain and doman which uh, yeah. i'm really I, enjoying i think we found like, the end of that though right what do you mean like it was that the episode it was the first episode where he's just like please don't kill her i'll give up gundam head and they seem to get a lot closer after that yeah, he did tell her to shut up quite a few times after that, though, and like yeah. disregarded her uh, I, I pretty strongly. Da, but I, I, think I think he's just Davo a shitlord. Sh- I think Damo shut up is the <laughs> Universal Century is getting slapped in the face. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think Doman does not seem to have a whole bunch of like women in his life prior to this point, no. and he is. It very much shows. But how a... how old do we think that Doman is? I think he's twenty four. No, I think he's my age, sixteen. <laughs> I was gonna say like seventeen or eighteen. I feel like I think, yeah. I will look so, up the actual answer, yeah, but I'm gonna say sixteen. <laughs> Alex, you can look this up. He he's very emotionally stunted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, what I was wondering is, like, after you know, getting a good oh. portion through this, are you, how are you all feeling about non UC Gundam? Like, are you excited to be still outside of like the old Universal Sanctuary that we're in, or are you kind of looking forward to jumping back into that? Or do uh, you feel like the possibilities of non UC Gundam are, are really exciting right now? I am so happy this is not in the normal Gundam universe because if it was, mm-hmm. this would infuriate me so much. Yeah, but everything is different. Since yeah. I know this is a different timeline, I can put everything I know aside and just accept this for what it is. Totally. I'm almost happy that, or I am happy that it is so vastly different because it, I can look back at all of the Gundam shows that we've watched up until this point as kind of like nostalgia of mm-hmm. like what it was before. I guess this show kind of blew up into all sorts of different things because prior to this, it kind of was just one thing, um, yeah. you know, like one universe, one war that was being fought between, you know, one kind of love. Yeah, exactly. Like one love. Sorry. Oh my, they should bring like Bono licensed music into <laughs> this show. That would be so great. Um, especially during the early nineties. Cause it would predominantly be like you two and maybe, um, I don't know what else was around in the nineties. Mambo number five. Yeah, probably a but... little bit of dome on in the Gundam, a little bit of little rain. Bit of... Uh, on the ground a little bit of master asia, master asia. in his gundam a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit of chibity and mummy gundam <laughs> a little bit of mommy he's in a gundam, in the gundam. <laughs> there are now full zombies in the, the gundam. gundam a little bit of a little bit of um um a little bit of a uh, Monica, <laughs> Monica, <laughs> in the Gundam. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great if Monica from Friends piloted oh. a Gundam. Yeah, a Ross Gundam. That'd be kind of <laughs> fucked, actually. If Monica was Monica's in a Ross Gundam. <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right. Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to ask a question that will ruin the joke. No, um, you can ask the question. I'll edit it out. Don't edit it Wait. out. <laughs> what's, the coffee sh- what's, the, what's the coffee shop in Friends called? Central Perk. 
Neo Central for <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gunther Gundam. <laughs> Gunther would be the Gundam. Yeah, just All like right. very. You you have to build a truffle alliance of friends characters. Who are your choices? A truffle alliance. What's a truffle alliance? Sh- shuffle alliance. Excuse me. What's a shuffle alliance? From the last episode. Oh, is that what it was called? All the yeah, playing yeah, card yeah. names? That's yeah, the yeah, Shuffle yeah. Alliance? The Shuffle Alliance, not the Truffle okay. Alliance. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> but you can get... you. Can, oh, the Shuffle, because it's probably like a deck of cards. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. The writing in this show rivals Les Mis. Um, of Friends characters, though. Yeah, so we yeah, only friends get three, then? You get four. The, the, four, you, you're, four? Yeah. You're, you're, you're the Domon in this situation. Phoebe, Julie, okay. Chandler... Uh... Gunther, honestly, yeah. I mean, like Gunther's like gotta be in there. Yeah. I'm going Gunther, uh, the duck. Ooh, yeah. the, I'm, foos, I'm the, foos, the foosball table, and then yeah. uh, you know the biggest character of all of Friends, New York City baby. Oh, uh, uh, actually, classic. I, I forgot about side characters. Uh, I'm gonna take back most of it. It's gonna be Chandler, Richard, the duck. Oh, Richard. Richard. Yes, good, yeah. Call. Yeah. good call. Good call. The duck and Guther. There you go. Those, those are my four. Actually, Richard is really strong Master Asia vibes. Except for not portraying you Master <laughs> Asia vibes. That's a good point. <laughs> he was first half of Master Asia vibes. Yeah. Okay. All right, Simon. This is based off of like my fucking fever dream <laughs> knowledge of friends. I think I watched the entire thing through over the course of like a month in college. <laughs> Here are my four. Okay. Number one. Number one. Um, Ross. Number two. <laughs> Rachel. The, Number o- two. the only person to take Ross. <laughs> yeah, because he's like one of the only characters I remember. Number two, Ross's sandwich from that one episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, sandwich over Ross himself. Wait, wait that is yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, Smelly Cat. Oh, great answer. Number four, <laughs> Monica. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to take like Monica with the turkey on her head, or like no, that's kind of like that. That's like that's kind of like that. That episode is kind of like a mecha episode, if you think about it. It's very true. Who's piloting the turkey? (laughs) Uh, So one of the things that we did not talk about last week, and I think we did ourselves and our listeners and our country and all of humankind a disservice, we didn't talk about the opening song. I thought uh, now would be a good time to kind of talk about the opening song. Uh, I love the opening song. Yeah, it's a club banger. Um, I like it because I can recognize some of the words in it, even though I believe that the whole song is in Japanese. There, um, there are some English lines. Yeah, there's Johnny Finger, like that, <laughs> like that, 
that line is so brave, how they rhyme it with the rest of everything, because like, it's a pretty heavy slant rhyme, but um, I like the opening song a lot. Yeah, I like... I don't know. There's like with a lot of this stuff, I'm gonna ask you all a lot of questions. That that's okay. Like, um, I like I have a lot of nostalgia tied up in this series, and I don't know. I still get the feels when I hear that song, and it still like just reminds me of watching the show as a kid. So I like really like it. I could see how. I mean, I can even get annoyed by it. Like today, I watched seven episodes of the show, and uh, was definitely by the last couple just skipping over it because I was like, I, this is time. Like this is eating up yeah. a minute and a half or however long it is of my uh gundam time mm-hmm. but i still really like it i think it's a good song it's got a lot of energy i really like how it fits with the vibe of the show because it's kind of campy kind mm-hmm. of uh in my opinion kind of reminiscent of animation i in, in a way mm-hmm. oh i agree it's very it's it has a good hype to it that brings you into the getting ready especially mm-hmm. with the announcer that comes in like almost every episode <sighs> yeah so like that idea of like let's get hype and you get this basically boxer announcer yeah to the fight it like seems like a saturday night football jingle like like before you know that yeah that's such a good point and yeah alex one of my first notes for episode eight is just like i love the announcer so much i think it's such a cool part of the show it might might be the best part i (laughs) i agree i love the fact that he is he is the most underrated character of the show if I'm assuming everyone must love him, but if people don't love him, he's the most underrated. <laughs> if people do love him, he is the most appropriately rated. Everyone gets like really frustrated oh. of his omnipotent knowledge and like him <laughs> being the only member able to break the fourth wall of the show. They're like, who are you talking to? <laughs> like, I, I don't, he's just so cool. And I think it's starting out with episode eight, where there's a flat, it starts with a flashback and then he mm-hmm. like plays out a scene. And he's like, the scene you just saw was actually yeah. five years ago. And I'm just like, that's so cool. Like what a cool thing to do with this crazy show. Just have this really interesting character speak right to the audience. Mm-hmm. Also, if I ever cosplay, I'm just going to cosplay as him because like, oh, easy. just like such an easy costume and he's so cool and only real yeah. heads will know who he is, you know? Exactly. Everywhere you need, everywhere you go, you have to narrate exactly what's going on though. <laughs> but I agree. I, I'm trying to think of another show that has a similar character that isn't only a narration voice, but has like a physical form that mm. narrates it. SpongeBob. Is there a physical form that narrates? Yes, yes Patrick, uh, Patty the pa- uh, Patty the pirate is a real character. Oh yes, you're right. You're right. Um, I can't think of another one, but SpongeBob stolen from G Gundam confirmed. Yeah, part of the same universe. What is another one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, feel- I think what I really like about it is just the theming of it, like the boxer announcer. Like it's like the the Gundam fight is kind of like a boxing match. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's more it's a tournament announcer, and I think that that's just a really cool. And the the fact that they only show him in such limited capacity, it's not like he's narrating throughout the whole show. It's just that typically at the beginning, and then I feel like sometimes he says stuff at the end, maybe. Yeah. But not even that frequently, but it's and typically to the beginning. And he's mm-hmm. only in episodes where there's actually a fight as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when it's cool. Some, yeah, when it's like not. Well, I don't know. I think maybe he did, there's some narration with the other like ones, but not. It, I don't think it's like him sitting on the stool give, yeah. giving the full sh- spiel. But 
definitely like I would say one of the best characters. I wish that he was just in every show. Yeah. Like I wish like, that TV just evolved in a way to where every like making a TV show part of it was just putting that guy in it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like last time previously. Ross sandwich <laughs> gone. Who will win in the fight between like Joey ima- imagine if every time you watch The Bachelor the that like instead of who was the guy from The Bachelor who got canceled? It was Chris Harrison. I have no idea the new guy, his name. Oh, imagine if it was that guy who was the announcer was the new Chris Harrison. That would be great. I would love I I okay, on that note, I kind of hope that The Bachelor kind of pivots a little bit more towards like the G Gundam format <laughs> in which there has to be two very large men battling each other every single episode. Um and it would be cool if they were all from different countries. Uh but I guess instead of getting like world domination they would just get a uh woman or a man at the end of it depending on the show but yeah um yeah i kind of wish he was there to remind me of when i like forget about things in my own life as well kind of just like maybe reminding me of a night that i went too hard you know kind of filling in the gaps there um or like I'd love- we, like when you get really upset about something and you you can't quite figure out why he yeah. just ta- he just talks you through like a traumatic event that happened to you like ten so, years ago. So, so you so like, kind of really, like a therapist. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 really yeah. connect with the trauma that's causing <laughs> whatever trigger. I was just mad. I just wish I could wake up and tell me what I had to do that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little did Alex know his opponent would be getting yeah. out of bed. But one, no, one day though, like it's gonna be fine. But it's gonna be like. Are they going to be able to defeat Neo Mexico today? We'll find out. And you'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like J- you wake up January sixth, and he's like, the day, of the, the day of the insurrection. You're just like, what the fuck is today? <laughs> What's the insurrection? Oh my god! Yeah, then Alex is going to have too much knowledge, just like the boxer. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe he's like tormented in like how much that he knows about everybody, but he's simply like incapable of doing anything about it um, he's, he's really a tragic figure yeah people don't really talk is. about him enough but he, he's truly tragic unchanging yeah <laughs> or or maybe he's just god of this universe whoa honestly like we could make a really cool youtube video essay about how he is god and like what he's speaking comes into existence you know yeah yeah if you like if you take the first syllable of every single word he says it actually like <laughs> spells out the first passage of the book of revelation it's fucking actually, crazy dude it actually said 9-11 it's yeah. he says 9-11 and then it and then it actually, and then 9-11 happened if, what a couple years later it was, it was future production if you hear every audible if you hear all the sounds you actually hear the sounds of the airplanes crashing to the twin towers holy shit and if you reverse that sound you hear him say i am the devil i am satan long live the devil and if you Wait. reverse that again, then you hear John Lennon saying that same thing. <laughs> Wait, episode two was in New York. Two. Two towers. Two uh! planes. <laughs> Too big of a coincidence? Well, Find out I next week. I think not. <laughs> wow. This thing goes straight to the top. Holy shit. <laughs> this is going to be a most popular episode by far. 
Yeah. Yeah, if it gets out there, this is definitely going to get shadow banned from the iTunes store. (laughs) It's okay. This isn't... This is satire, baby. This is parody law. You can't fucking touch us. (laughs) It's parody law. Um, (laughs) I was speeding due to parody law. I want to jump in... I want to jump into episode eight. That's what we're talking about, right? Episode eight? Yeah, okay. Yes. I'm fine with that. All right. Let's all... We're all in agreement. episode eight. Uh, but yeah. before before we do that, I do want to talk about, uh, or not talk about, but I do want to just uh, jump into a classic segment. Okay. Where are we with Simon? Oh, fuck. Where are we with Simon? I'm watching Gundam with my three best friends. <laughs> All right. Isn't this a timed thing? Yeah, you have... Uh, classically we've said 60 seconds but i think we might bring it down to like 40 seconds 40 seconds bring it to 30 seconds i'm not scared of you (laughs) all right you have 30 seconds to explain the where we are in the plot of the show all right i'm gonna like close my eye Uh, the time's running it's already started no no no. No. i'll start when you start talking okay all right (sighs) we're on earth Domonkatsu, who is Neo Japan's fighter, is going around trying to find a picture of a man. This man is his dad, maybe? Somebody, another man in his life? I don't know. Neither does anybody else. He goes to France and other countries. He finally finds the man. It is his brother. His brother wants to destroy the world with this bad Gundam that is dark or the devil depending on where you live he also finds his dad cryogenic sleep his mom who got um popped in the head with by the police and ding 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 ding. now okay that was pretty good yeah i mean you you got through quite a bit of that i like that uh you said it could have been his dad could be his brother you really took that roller coaster ride yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I tried to, like, uh, condense um, my emotional roller coaster ride kind of into that 30 seconds, which is tough. But um, he also got that instant uh, satisfaction of me revealing who it was. So yeah. that's uh, that's what we call a little setup um, and punchline type deal. Honestly, better than watching the show. I would just rather just have you say it Do in that. 30 second increments. Yeah, I can do that with anything too, like world events, books. <laughs> can you <laughs> explain all of European history in thirty seconds, please? Yeah, uh, castles, religion is pretty much always bad. It's twenty twenty two. We want the rest of the world. <laughs> and <laughs> oh no, they're fighting back. COVID. A- oh no. Uh, <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> that's it all right let's talk about episode eight which is called revenge of the space police uh this is a great episode if you're into bears uh as in uh large men Uh, (laughs) yes (laughs) it begins with a flashback to an event which happened five years prior when argo the pilot that we met previously the pilot from neo russia attacked a space police security station killing a woman who was stationed there uh, in front of her like husband they were there together anyway yeah uh, the fuck station uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> back on earth domon is in canada attempting to fight the pilot of neo canada however the pilot does not want to fight him 
and only has interest in fighting Argo of Neo-Russia, who is on his way to Canada. As it turns out, this man was the husband of the woman who died five years ago and is seeking revenge. Domon and Argo fight this man until Rain is caught in the crossfire uh, and her life is in danger. Argo ends up saving Rain and the Neo-Canada pilot, and it is revealed that uh, Argo never had any intention of killing her, but wanted to save her during the incident because uh, he didn't actually attack the space station. He was kind of forced in that direction by the police, uh, and it was all a crazy accident. Um, this episode is crazy. I think we can all agree uh, yeah. uh, that the uh, Canada pilot uh, was definitely the best part about it because he is a smoke show. Yeah. Definitely my um, new favorite uh Hembo Dilf of Gundam. Yeah. I mean the competition isn't that fierce, I guess, but he definitely um he also like lives in a fucking vibes palace too. Mm-hmm. His like cabin in the middle of the woods and his calm and cool demeanor uh makes me feel um safe and heard. Uh <laughs> so I would um without a doubt take a little journey north of the border to go see this gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really glad that he's in, I mean, all three of our lives now. So yes. And yeah. he, he's a tough man, but he also has emotion. He's not afraid to cry. That's exactly everything. You exactly. I do have a question. Uh, yeah. Do, do you prefer the dubbed version of the Gundam Grizzly Gundam or the subversion of the Gundam Lumber Gundam? Lumber Gundam. <laughs> Lumber Gundam to me is a far better name. That's and like one of the biggest chastities of the dub so far. That's what I'm gonna tell children to say instead of motherfucker. They're gonna like <laughs> Lumber Gundam. One Lumber Gundam. Number twelve. Lumber Gundam. Lumber Gundam. <laughs> what would I tell you if Lumber Gundam put his feet inside of some lettuce? Um Lumber Gundam's cool. Thank you for that tidbit. So that's on the Japanese sub version? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, because it was definitely Grizzly Gundam from what I've heard. Yeah, I definitely prefer Lumber... Like, Lumber, Lumber Gundam's the truth. Like, Grizzly Gundam's cool, but the way... Like, it's a cool name, but the yeah. way that the Gundam looks, like, it's clearly Lumber Gundam. Like, there's yes. nothing about it that was Grizzly. Lumber you know? Gundam kind of also suggests that perhaps it has, like, a utilitarian purpose in, like, you know, the forestry industry or something yeah, like that. Like, definitely. maybe it's used to you know sustainably cut down some trees to uh kind of maybe stimulate canada's economy a little bit okay but, so I'll, I'll say this and, and hear me yeah. out hear me yeah. out just like uh take what you previously know about gundam uh lumber gundam and just put yeah. it out of your brain oh my uh, god that, it's gone yeah uh and here it is two words yeah hockey gundam hockey gundam is yeah what about that should have been the Canadian Gundam. That or the Russian Gundam. One of them should have been Hockey Gundam. You could have, fought, could have, with, you could have fought with a laser hockey stick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a regular stick until the end. And uh, that little section there, it's a it's a laser. Dude, Gundam hockey also just seems cool. Like, they fucking go to, like, Lake Michigan. And they're like, <laughs> the one goal is Canada. One goal is Detroit. Let's play, like... Oh, can you imagine, like, the head of the Gundam has a yes. hockey mask on it? Oh, so oh, cool. Like, and, like, all his armor, just all this giant, like, goalie padding. Mm-hmm. Bro, why... Yeah, why did they just, like, stop at the competitive 
this being like a fight like well, there, there's so many other great games in this world you know yeah. you can um, do so many things with gundam yeah, yeah. it's so cool to be like if you want to defeat me you gotta play hockey and then like the hockey pucks actually bombs and they're trying to oh. destroy each other with bombs <laughs> Oh my gosh, so and yeah, Rain would like... almost certainly be trapped inside of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> almost definitely inside yeah. of some sort of contraption. Did uh, Do you have any other thoughts on uh, Canada, uh, Canada Man, Gundam, Canada, Niagara Falls, anything? I was just saying that the setting was Niagara Falls for Canada. I was Yeah, it's right so on the weird. border, baby. It yeah. I was like, why? Okay, we're back in America. Oh, no, Niagara Falls lost in Canada. I mean, like, name another... Okay, so the year is, what, 1994? Mm-hmm. Name another Canadian monument that I, an American in 1994... <laughs> okay. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Ugh, springtime, am I right? Huh. I can't think of another canadian monument except for maybe the big pointy tower isn't that in, in like vancouver toronto? or some shit That's in toronto, toronto? But also okay, like yeah. quebec is a much more like definitively canadian place that i think everyone in the world probably knows yeah, oh yeah what if what if lumberman spoke french and like that was like kind of the That'd crux cool. of the episode that would be really cool yeah and somehow george doesn't but later on in this he does have a french accent for one line and it was just like reminding me that they none of them have accents <laughs> oh the, the british one was the most atrocious <laughs> i think because like it's like okay you're gonna be playing yeah we, we can cross that bridge when we get there but but, yeah, the two That's Canadian a... monuments they chose were Niagara Falls and the Rocky Mountains. He said, yeah. meet me the, in the yes. Rocky Mountains. <laughs> also, Rocky Mountains, not close to Niagara Falls. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Other side of the goddamn country. Yeah, like, it probably would take, like, in a plane, like, four hours to get there. So, like... <laughs> That'd be like if uh, we were hanging out in, like, Chicago... And yeah. I was like, all right, uh, I'm going to head out. I'll see you later. Just meet me at the Space Needle. Meet me at the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> we, can have, we can grab dinner there, please. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Lumber Gundam. <laughs> but that's a good point. I didn't really think about this before, and maybe it's just... Topographically uh, where everything is. <laughs> well, I was like, also just like, what are the big monuments of Canada? Like, apart from just the big cities, and like, obviously, like, Whistler... For for us, like we know about because of psych, like biking, but yeah, yeah. I wish Lumber Gunnam was riding some of those <laughs> northwest Sick. lines. Am I yeah. right? No, I can't think of another Canadian landmark. Me either. Also, did you guys like how Lumber Okay, Lundum, Lumber Gundam is a word I'm colloquially using to describe both the Gundam and also the man. And like, yes. pick, I could pick up on context clues if you want. Yeah, I couldn't remember um, his name. It's Andrew something. It's a very, it was a very, Andy. A, it was a very American-sounding name as well, which is also kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What was I? Get? Oh. Uh. Oh my God! I've completely forgotten what I was gonna say. Mm. Well, well, I guess I guess we're stuck here until you think help. of it. Wait! No! No! Yeah! 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 I forget. <laughs> Wait! This, is, this can be editable <laughs> post-production. Hold up! Hold up! Oh, I have what I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay, I'll just say something to bring it back in. No, no, I'm keeping all of this. <laughs> yeah, totally, Michael. <laughs> um, did you also like how Andy, the Lundberg Gundam, was, like, really nice, too? 
like yeah. like that classic Canadian yeah. stereotype. He would always say sorry before he like fucked them up in a certain way. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little detail. He did punch Rain like in the stomach. Yeah, which and it was like sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, he said so, he's a nice guy, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he had no choice. Yeah. All right, let's let's leave uh, Andy. I, uh, I did have one other thing I, I wanted to ahead. mention about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is yeah, what the do. fuck is why? Why did they put every important part of the pod that episode in a fucking flashback? Like that bothered me so much. Oh, the, in the beginning, the no, the in the end, in the end, it just it was like he saves oh. her, and then it's just like oh, let yeah, me yeah. explain everything in monologues and flashbacks, yeah. which they could have just put in the actual episode. It also, no. like, I guess the reason might be you don't like. You, is it believable that? Argo could explain that situation to Andy and it like resolve itself with them being together or does it make more sense to be like have them separated than explain that situation because like it didn't seem like Andy was going to forgive him for what he had done necessarily but at the same time it, I, I don't know the the way that that episode moved story-wise didn't really make any sense yeah and the resolution was just like kind of tacked on at the end like Oh, we had some files that we found, and it turns out it was all an accident. Like, no biggie. I don't know. It was a yeah. very weak story-wide episode. What? Yeah, it was very... I, get, I, I think it was intended to flesh out Argo's character, who, like, I continue to not know if he's supposed to be, like, this likable villain, mm-hmm. or if he's supposed to actually be likable, or if he's supposed to be viewed as this poor helpless puppet that is just being controlled um because yeah. he does seem like a very angry individual but mm. also seems to want to do the right thing a lot of the time um but i guess this episode kind of helped added to that mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like that with their I think what the kind of plan with these episodes uh, was, it's like, so the episode before this was Neo Mexico, where Chibity made a reunion and like helped Domon. So it's like these next four episodes is each of the previous pilots that we've met, like coming back into the fold and kind of like helping or being like fighting alongside Domon in some way. And so mm-hmm. I think that was like what this episode's purpose was to be like, Argo's like a misunderstood, like just because he's like a massive guy, like people think that he's like evil or like up like doing wrong, but he's actually like a good guy down like down in his heart, like he's gonna help save Rain. Yeah, but I, it didn't quite hit because Alex, that's a really good point. Like the end was just like kind of slapped on, just like yeah. yeah, it's all good, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I think it's time to move on. To episode yeah. nine, Chapman's heroic challenge. Doman travels to London to fight the three-time champion from Neo England, Chapman. However, the previous champion who's aging out of his ability is using stimulants, artificial fog, and a dummy mobile in dummy mobile suits to gain an advantage, a la Tom Brady. A yeah. la Deflategate. <laughs> He's deflating his Gundam. He did have a very Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, is by the uh, 
With the help of George Sands, Domon is able to defeat Chapman and end the grueling campaign uh, to keep fighting. Um, yeah, this is definitely Tom Brady's fucking Gundam story. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I bet Tom Brady was also as insufferable to deal with. I think Tom Brady plays poker. Probably. I, I The one thing that I liked about this episode, like, all in all, it was fine. I didn't really care for Chapman. I thought his story kind of sucked. Um, but I did like that they had, like, a casino scene because I felt like that was kind of an homage to, like, James Bond, like, yeah. playing poker or, like, you know, playing against the villain, you know, like, just this classic scene yeah. from mm-hmm. all, like, uh, James Bond movies. But other than that, this, this episode didn't really do it for me. What about you, Wall? Do you think there was a rule in the studio that you weren't allowed to do accents? I I wonder if when it got to the English studio, they were like, this show's offensive enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the time when, like, voice actors for dubs might have just been pulled off the streets and been like, hey, you speak English. Yeah. You do this. And they, like, didn't have the... Because, like, Chapman had, like, an annoyingly, like... Because he was like, oh, I'm going to play poker with you, good mate. And, like, he would talk very fancy, but certainly not a British accent. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that was just, that was the first thing that I heard. Because, um, or I was trying to figure out if he had an accent the entire time. Um, but he obviously didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, also like the way that he just. If we pull out that thread, it's like, what language are they speaking? They're all from different <laughs> colonies where they're, like, supposedly, like, you'd yeah. think they would speak different Star languages. Star Wars rules. <laughs> But I like yeah. how Chapman did just like eat mouthfuls of pills. <laughs> that was kind of satisfying to watch. Also, I love how Rain decided to test what the pills were by just sniffing it and then licking it. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, yep, that's Brandon Mullen's. Like, what the fuck? Brain you know, like that's like somebody you're with at a party being like, oh yeah, that's definitely cocaine. You're like, how do you know that? Like, why uh, would you? <laughs> yeah, that's cocaine. You don't lick random powders you find to see what they do to you. If there was a drug on the earth called a brain stimulants, would you take it? Uh, fuck yeah, I would. I think I would too. I think we Absolutely. already do. Whoa. Whoa, dude. It's actually, it's actually ashwagandha. That's like that's all he was taking. <laughs> it's chamomile tea. That was it. It's fucking CBD gummies. <laughs> it's actually that's crypto, fun. dude. Oh fuck! He's eating Bitcoin. That's why his head hurts. Uh, anything, anything else for this one? Nah, this homie's pretty forgettable. Yeah, I will say George Sands didn't quite get, like, much of a plot in this. No. Uh, he was just very much just, like, he got his ass kicked, and then, then he was like, <laughs> I'll help you, I, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, let's move on to episode 10. The yes. Phantom Fighter Appears. Mm. This is the Mummy Gundam episode, and it will Mummy be known Gundam. as the Mummy Gundam episode. Uh, I mean, what else do we need to say? Domon and Rain help Saishi as he fights the Mummy Gundam, a defeated fighter from a previous tournament who has somehow appeared to fight again. It turns out that the abilities from the Dark slash Devil slash Ultimate Gundam were behind this, uh, reanimating a previously defeated fighter. Domon defeats the Gundam and is somehow able to kill the fighter using his shining finger. 
Okay. Yeah. So was this episode it. to suggest uh-huh. like Transformers? These big robots existed in ancient Egypt. No. So <laughs> the fighter just dressed like an old Egyptian pharaoh. No. <laughs> when he died, they wrapped yeah. him like a mummy, and then the devil Gundam brought him back to life. Okay, so he's just like a regular age dude. He was, but then he became the like, uh, b- like the before th- he died, Simon. He was wearing like fucking skinny jeans and sombras. Yeah, yeah. he's like wearing pack sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had like a Balenciaga sweater <sighs> yeah. on. But oh, you didn't know that cool. any time an Egyptian person dies, they're still mummified. Even today, it's just it's just <laughs> Egyptian law to be mummified. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Even if you're like if you're an expat and you die in Egypt, like they take you straight to the Great Pyramids and mummify you, and you have to like haunt the halls for a month. But I pretty, like Mummy Gundam. Uh, Mummy Gundam's great, and um, I love just the whole like fact that Sai Sai she was so scared of Mummy Gundam and the Mummy yeah. Man. But I also this... liked how he expressed his fear. Like he expressed his fear in such a great. Um, I don't know. He sounded exactly like what a fourteen-year-old who has been listening to his older brother, who is eighteen-year-old, mm. like talk. He was just like. Don't go in there, bro. Come on, bro. Like, don't don't open that tomb, Come on, bro. bro. Come on, bro. Bro, makes, I'm not scared, yeah. but like, bro, we should probably go back, bro. Uh, I was gonna make. I'm gonna say the most weed is ass shit right now. But it makes it. me wonder if like, bro, is just a translation of him calling him like big brother in Japanese. Oh. I, that, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So that <laughs> would make a lot more sense and be like, Onichi. especially this episode. Yeah, because yeah. he also calls uh, Rain sis. Yeah, so I I do think he's he's not saying it like like what up bro. It's more but like, also rather. I like to, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather believe it that he's going what's up bro bro. <laughs> right. That's a better way of interpreting That'd it. Be pretty gnarly opinion. if you were to open that tomb right now, brother. <laughs> brother, uh, if you open that tomb, maybe we might ca- catch like an eight foot swell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> Aren't you from China? <laughs> <laughs> from neo china simon we don't know what neo china is like that's true the surf is fucking incredible in neo shanghai um but it was a it was a cool i guess that was our first introduction to the effect that the dark cells can have on organic matter because yeah. I, I like watching that originally or we're like oh is there like gonna be paranormal shit in gundam now mm-hmm. like are there like spirits and stuff but um i think that that whole episode um after a couple more episodes was completely scientifically accurate yeah how that i was gonna lay. i was yeah. gonna ask what you all thought about the regeneration uh kind of plot that's happening here all right it's it's so dumb and i love yeah. it so much <laughs> it's like i i don't know I, I feel like zombies are becoming a fad right now or, or like maybe in like the early '90s, like we just want to kill all the zombies. Like Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. there's a lot of zombie stuff, and like I don't know, it's easy to antagonize zombies, you know, because they're just like dead people that aren't dead anymore. Yeah, but I kind of liked it. I like it because it's like it will part like part of what's interesting about this to me is that like I kind like I know the direction the story's going, but I also haven't watched it, and you know. 20 years almost so it's like 
I'm like, I was really surprised at how quickly this part of the story came in because I thought that it was a lot more of like a monster of the week show for a lot longer. Like I thought maybe like the first half of the series was like meeting a new character every week and doing like a fun battle. But Mm -hmm. I also do love just how big, how like big and dumb the plot is. Yeah. Like it's just a big dumb plot and it's like, unabashedly just silly and, and we're it, taking it worldwide baby yeah so it goes all the way to the top yeah, yeah, yeah. um and I, I don't know i just kind of really like that uh what did you all think about shin's transformation in this episode as like ultimate form of shining gundo that was pretty cool i think it's cool i mean i i think the only thing that the only note i have on that is just like i wish they would could could have come up with like a better way to describe it as opposed to just like ultimate form it's just like shit it's just shit that you come up with in your backyard when you're playing with your brother or whoever your friend just like oh i'm in ultimate form i also really wish shining finger had become shining palm because before it was just a finger shining up and then it was a palm but also it's a fucking sword which is pretty cool Mm-hmm. I do like this. I do really like it when he has like the the sword. Uh, yeah, I also fight. was kind of frustrated that they didn't change the name of Shining Finger to something like bigger than a finger, like palm yeah. or hand. And then like throughout this show, it's like Shining Forearm, and then it's like Shining Whole Arm, and then it's like Shining. What, what, yeah. What, what? And and what? I don't What's know, bro. I'm next? thinking of like like what comes after arm? What's bigger than arm? Yeah. What is body? Leg? <laughs> Torso? Shining torso, <laughs> shining penis. Oh, <laughs> there it is. we did it! <laughs> Damn, that they should make like yeah, like a sex toy that you have to assemble with like runners and stuff. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna Google that one. Though. Yeah, bro, this is master grade. <laughs> one forty fourth scale, bro. <laughs> Uh, mine's SD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the one one forty fourth scale? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so I did have uh one other question, which is out of so like we're kind of established. Um, at this point, we're kind of establishing Domon's like normal guys, like his dudes, like that are yeah. gonna come back. So we got Saisaichi, uh, Argo. Uh, Chibity and um, George Sands. George Sands. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of those four, uh, who do you guys like the most? Who's your favorite character? Uh, it's it's between George and Saichi. I think Saichi gets the best, like most fun episodes for sure. Yeah, but he is kind of annoying. Yeah, but his Gundam is pretty fucking cool. His Gundam is cooler than all the he, other ones. Oh, 100% cool. Yeah, Dragon Gundam. Gundam is the coolest Gundam. Yeah. I, I like agree. George the least. George is nothing. He, like. I want to bully him. <laughs> like, See, I want to I bully uh, Jimity Crockett or whatever the yeah, fuck his name Yeah, I want to bully like, most of. Like, I don't want to bully Domon because I think he would, like, actually hurt me. Yeah. But, like. <laughs> and I wouldn't bully Argo. Because Argo would lift me up like he lifted that train up in that one episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like Argo the most, I think. Yeah, I like Argo a lot. I Him and me have our eyebrow game. Like, that's all we have to us. But 
My fucking it's, Apple Watch just told me I need to be mindful. Like like just like straight up. Yeah, were you having like, were you having like unpure thoughts just then? I think you were just talking you were just talking about I'll go. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael likes his bears. Yeah. <laughs> um I just got this thing. My uh health insurance uh actually got it for me. No way. What? Yeah. yeah. Wait, cool. like for free? Yeah, I just have to like uh walk a certain amount every day and then it like uh add, it basically pays it off by walking. If I don't like earn enough money, I can earn up to $3 a day by like doing these health goals. If Whoa. I don't hit those goals, then I or like enough to pay it off in yeah, 6 then months. you get charged. Yeah, and they'll, 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 they'll actually, get charged. Actually, what really happens is you get sold in indentured servitude. Yeah, <laughs> like you're I, essentially yeah. I read I read the contract like thoroughly because <laughs> I was like I'm not getting fucked up by this. If I don't exercise sufficiently, they're going to send a man to exercise <laughs> me against my will. It's spoiler, it's Argo. He's coming. Oh my god. <laughs> Please exercise me, Argo. Uh, I think my ranking is I think Argo is my favorite. I actually like Chibity for some reason. I've he started to grow on me. Yeah. Uh, he like, gives me some Bob Dylan vibes, and then uh, <laughs> Sai Saishi third, and then George DeSands. I fucking can't stand his haircut and his outfit. Like, put on some normal clothes, my friend. Yeah, fix go your hair. Fucking, go eat a snail. Go eat a snail. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> All right, let's um, uh, let's talk about one more episode, and then we'll take take a quick break. How's that? Yeah, sound? That sounds great. Okay. All right. I think we're on episode eleven, which is called "Reunion and Falling Rain." Rain is reunited with uh, what's this guy's name pronounced? How's this sight sighte sighty? Neo Turkey man. Yeah, I think it was sighte sighte. Man, I I knew it, but now I cannot remember how to say it. I'm going to say Saite, uh, a lover from her past who took up Gundam fighting after she left him. However, he's been inflicted with the DG cells, uh, also known as Dark Gundam cells, uh, which are affecting his body and his mind, making him dangerous. Domon is able to use his abilities of the Shining Gundam to eradicate the DG cells from Saite. Uh, I'm going to say it now. I wish that they had called COVID Dark Gundam cells. Yeah. <laughs> If you what get is- vaccinated, though, then, like, the Dark Gundam cells don't do affect think, you. Do you think people would take it more serious if we had called it Dark Gundam cells? If it was called a Dark Gundam cell, and we were like, yeah, if you catch this disease, like, you could start to turn into an evil robot zombie. But it's also, I've- like, uh, it's also, like, trademarked by Bandai. So, like, every time somebody talks about it, it's, like, trademarked. <laughs> Instead of everyone getting a COVID test, everybody gets, like, an RX-78 um, yeah. little kit. <laughs> Yeah, your, your COVID tests come with little runners you have to assemble yourself. <laughs> the, the, More shit should come in runners. Like, I wish that, like, celery came in runners instead of, like, or, like, other produce came in runners. We should like generate grapes. more trash as a human species. Simon, Simon do, you, do you like grapes, then? Yes! Oh, that's my true. God. That's such a good point. Oh, my gosh. Wow, oh Alex. That's, like, kind of ingenious. Like <laughs> That's crazy. I never thought about it that way. I'll never look at grapes the same. I'm going to I'm gonna use my nippers to take the grapes <laughs> off the vine. <laughs> yeah, I got to get the guy hands some good use. Yeah. You're going you're to catch me panel lining my grapes. <laughs> <laughs> 
a fucking they did surgery on a grape? No, I assembled a fucking robot with a grape. Like uh before we go to break, what are your all's thoughts on the DG cells? The dick growth cells. I Yes. <laughs> It's so dumb. I love it so much. It's it reminds me of Grayscale from Game of Thrones, you know? I, yes. I, like, every time I watched Grayscale in Game of Thrones, I thought of the DG cells. Fucking D.B. Weiss and other guy are Gundam fans confirmed. George R. Martin loves Gundam. Yeah. It comes in with a dragon, and then, like, someone else comes in with a fucking Gundam. It's what um, what franchise could benefit most from putting Gundams in it? Peppa Pig. Oh man, uh, hockey, hockey, the, the, yeah, sports, ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think you take friends. Gundams. Oh, a Gundam and Friends is such a good idea. They'd like lose track of it though, and they'd be like, "How'd you lose track of a Gundam in New York?" Where'd you park your Gundam? Or, or Gundam in Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm so glad <laughs> Is Kramer what? a pilot or a Gundam? Kramer's a pilot for sure. What's the deal with Lumber Gundam? <laughs> yeah, it's probably Seinfeld. I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There's no other shows. I think we've named most of the shows. Yeah, I don't like Bridgerton. I don't know. Oh, Bridgerton. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's Frasier. Frasier has oh, Gundam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, wait, sorry. that was easy. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. sorry, sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Alex. I'm not. I'm not thinking correctly. It's Frasier. <laughs> Thank you for copping that, Alex. Yep, 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 yep. And with that, I think we should take a quick break. Uh, we'll take a quick, quick little break, and then we'll be back. I want. I want Kelsey. I want Kelsey in the animation, though. <laughs> I want Kelsey. I just want if you. If, I know you listen to the pod, Kelsey. You Kelsey? DM'd us so many times before asking us to stop mentioning your name. Kelsey, <laughs> get Niles. Get on the pod. We'll talk Gundam. We'll talk Frasier. I we'll just talk- want the suit up animation with Kelsey, though. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Bye. Welcome back. We're back. All three of us. 
And um, Simon, I think we got a little prompt for this week's discussion. What you got? What you got for us, buddy? Yeah, I was just, I was thinking, because last week we did Guilty Pleasures, which are always fun to talk about. Yep. But I don't want to exhaust those too fast, yep. because I only sin a, a small amount in my life, and I want to be a little bit slow of how that's revealed to the audience. And then my mind went to kind of the prompt of, like, the first time you've done things, or the first instance of this in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was finding it hard for me to remember that, remember a lot of, like, the first times of everything. And I just figured that... I kind of wanted to live in the present a little bit more. Okay. And not so much dwell on the past. So I'm going to try. I think maybe next week I might come with another one. But I'm gonna. My, the theme of this week is like the last thing that made you do something. Okay. So like the theme for today is like the last YouTube video that you watched that made you laugh out loud. And then we can maybe talk a little bit about how you came to this YouTube video and what about it stood out to you as really funny. Do you all are you all capable of like laughing out loud at YouTube videos or is it more oh, of a absolutely absolutely yeah. like like yeah, a very certainly. like like heartfelt like laugh laugh because like yeah. I mean like I I'll see a like an Instagram of like a cat like 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 farting or like jumping through a hoop and then I laugh or something like that but um I had a YouTube video recently that like made me like dying on the floor, like showing everyone in the vicinity of me. Yeah. Like this what, YouTube what I'm going to need you to do is uh, keep talking through this so that I can go look at my watch history, which I, I think, <laughs> does that exist? Yeah. Yes. Your history is a very, is a very important part of YouTube. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll find it while you talk. And I, and I would like for you, when you think of this, I want like a, like the whole video is funny. Not like I was watching somebody react to a bad movie and they had a couple lines. Like I want like the whole premise of the video is hilarious. Um, so this could be a fail video that you like showing everybody. This could be like a skit or something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, uh, I guess the last video I watched, like I laughed at all the way through, was yes. the uh, all the way through. All the way through. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm remembering. It was. I recently saw the uh, Jones barbecue and foot massage video. Oh, great video! Again, yes. Wait, explain this video to me, Alex. It's a large black guy who says he'll he'll put anything in a deep fryer. <laughs> Anyway, I'll see you foot massages for five ninety nine, and I can insert this audio into the video. <laughs> Please yeah. do. Please do. My roommate or video uh, into the audio <laughs> sent a text of that video out in a group message. Yeah. Is it a I real had... commercial? No. Oh, okay. Is. Okay. He also owns a uh, a truck rental, a big ass trunk rental, and something storage. Beautiful. It's. Yeah, I don't know what this man's doing with his life anymore. He made these two wonderful videos, and it is—it's one of my favorite YouTube videos. Beautiful. Thank you, Alex. Michael. Yeah. So I was just looking through my watch history, which made me really depressed because uh, I watch yeah. a lot of dumb shit on YouTube, but also a lot of uh, most of my watch history recently is just Rosalia videos. Um, okay. Who's one of my favorite artists, and uh, I'm just still obsessed with Rosalia recently. So to, you know, mm-hmm. you know that train kid, the like the British train kid who puts the GoPro on his forehead. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, yeah. 
He has a video in which he runs into Rosalia at a train station. That's so and they just, infuriating and he, to me. <laughs> and he's like, do you like trains? And she's like, what? And she like pulls out an AirPod. And he's like, do you like, are you here to watch the trains? And she's like, no. Does he know here. who she is? Yeah. He's like, I think that's Rosalia over there. And what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's a very, it's a very brave crossover, but. That's um, so weird. Yeah. Uh. My recent video that made me laugh out loud uh, quite a bit uh, was by Michael Reeves. I don't know if you're aware of Michael Reeves, Simon. Yeah, I I love Michael Reeves. And I I even sent you this video, I think, which Mm -hmm. is uh, he gave his goldfish $50,000 to trade stocks. Um, (laughs) And it was a video where he pitted his goldfish Frederick. Uh, through like uh, an algorithm that could tell where Frederick was in his tank. Uh, and then he related that through like all this coding that he did to buy a stock. And then he pitted his goldfish at buying stocks versus the collective knowledge of Wall Street bets, that really cringy uh, subreddit. Uh, and he's just really funny. He's super funny at making videos. And I laughed out loud almost through that entire uh, 12 minutes. It's such a good video. If you haven't watched it, I highly suggest it. And then. Uh, if you're like me and you haven't watched a lot of Michael Reeves videos, you can go back uh, and, and watch some of his other funny videos. I I just went and saved that video. I'm going to check it out. It's so Michael good. Reeves is also just like so it, it's a great crossover of just like also someone just trying to figure out as an individual how to like code these big ideas and all yeah. like the hacks that he does in order like. Just like lots of like learning, I don't know because all of the projects he does are like really impressive from like a technical standpoint mm-hmm. too. Um, but and he, he also... tells you he tells you like just enough. Like he yes, does, he doesn't exactly. put too much information in, and then he also doesn't he he isn't just like I did this and made this thing. Um, I highly suggest that video, and then his other one that I really like is the one where he made a robot piss beer. Uh, that oh, was the also, dog robot. Yeah, the dog robot that pisses beer. Um, so uh, that that's my suggestion. Uh, that's the last one that made me really, really laugh. Yeah, I I think I laughed throughout that too because then at one point he like goes and like pitches it to people. That's the best by, part. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go watch um, the video. Uh, yeah, I've not seen Michael Reeves. I'm gonna check him out. But have you all seen Nick Robinson? He seems like a very similar type of person. No, I don't think so. The Nick Robinson. He, I think he's hilarious. He is he the Polygon guy. No, no, he <laughs> does these videos where he goes like weird, like he has video about uh solving the mystery of who was the announcer in Super Monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball Two, and he oh, came to Japan to find out who it was. That is the Polygon also, guy. Uh, is he was he on Polygon or? Yeah, he got like excommunicated from Polygon though. Oh, I think I... at some point, but he went off to make his own stuff, and like they're all really, really good. I have no idea who's on the Polygon. I've only like, recently discovered him. Mm-hmm. I discovered him because of that, uh, the McDonald's DS yet he got. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alex, if you like that, I'm gonna okay. Okay, I just saw. Uh, you... I just looked up his channel and he has a video which I've seen but never clicked on, which is the mission to save Domino's app featuring Hatsune yes. Miku. <laughs> that video is actually <laughs> really entertaining. Okay, I'll say. And that one. guess what? He goes to Japan <laughs> to find out the mystery. <laughs> my favorite thing about him is like multiple videos watch like well i did everything i could here so i did the next logical thing and i booked a ticket to japan yeah uh you're gonna I, that sounds very similar to michael reeves he does the same thing okay. in his videos where he's like now we have to go across the country to do this thing 
Okay, yeah, the series is called Car Boys, and it's Nick Robinson and uh, Griffin McElroy, and they play this game called BeamMG, which is essentially just like a driving simulator. But there's the playlist on uh, YouTube, and I, I won't spoil any of it, but um, after... Is it, the... Sorry, is it the playlist for Polygon? Yes, just called Car Boys. Okay. Um, and yeah, Alex, uh, text me after you watched a couple, because those brought so much joy into my life. Um, will we watch these after we're done with this <laughs> please please do yeah watch the michael reeves and then watch that yeah okay this is a great thing to talk about because i love youtube like youtube is my favorite streaming channel i um, use youtube all the like, it, yeah. it is my most place for your content now yeah um the video that made me laugh the most recently and i don't think this is the first time i've seen it but definitely the most recent one is uh have you ever have you seen the like we shop channel skit I haven't. No, I don't think so. All right, I'll have to send that to both of you as well. Um, but so I won't spoil anything. But it, it's this. How long is it? Uh, like a minute thirty or so. Just want to share your screen, and then we can get our live reaction to it. it since, I would since love this is that. the inception of this whole discussion. Yeah, I, I would really love that. Okay. All do right. It. Um, uh, should we do that with the Jones Bobby can fit massage? Because that's also only yeah, a minute yeah, and yeah, forty seconds. That. Okay, yeah. Well, we each get one short video to show the others. This is show and tell now. How oh, do I do this? one? I do? I do the gems. <laughs> no, I'm going to do this next one I talked about, but I think... Yeah, I'll just stream them all from my computer, too, if that's easiest. Yeah, I'll just send you the link of this one. Yeah. Although my second favorite YouTube video of all time is the Jones and Mentos. Like a 10-second video. I don't know this one. I probably would have found it. It's putting, it's putting Mentos in a Jones bottle. Oh no! I don't know that one. That's I recommend that video. It is one of my favorite YouTube videos as well. Oh wait, I think Matt, I do know this. Yeah, update day. I love this video. New titles. I don't know what? this video. This video update is incredible. Update day for the Wii Shopping Channel. It's funny because normally they do it at midnight, but it's like 11. It's like 11.15. What time is it in Japan? <laughs> turn that up. I love that grooving. <laughs> what kind of music is that? Like a bossa nova beat? <laughs> Makes me really want to just croon it. This is such a danceable song. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should, we should write a song for our app with um, titles of Wii games. Oh. I like it, I like it. Because everybody knows about the Wii Shopping Channel, yeah. and everybody loves to shop on it every Wednesday. So what we'll do is we'll write a theme song for the Wii Shopping Channel. Look, watch this, watch, it. You, watch this, watch this. You can sing to the titles of the... Super Mario RPG. Does he have a joint? Super Mario yeah. 3. Mega Man, Neo, Turf Masters, Break-In, Star... You know what I mean, Jared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every... Star... You say the lyrics of the... Let me, try, let me try one. Let me try one. Let me try. Super Mario RPG. Sonic the Hedgehog. Donkey Kong 3. Adventures of Lolo 1 and 2. King's Night. Dig Dug. Juman Fu. Harvest Moon. <laughs> you write this big puzzle Pokemon. Toe Jam and Earl and Panic on Funko I love Tron. how he gets so mad. <laughs> 
Castlevania, Fatal Fury, Ninja, Chuchu, Marvel, Comet, Razor Blazing, Lasers, Bases, Loaded, Mega, Tarukon, Cybernator, Rolling Thunder, Dynastic Hero, Bubble, Bobble, Double, Dribble, Double, Dragon, F-Zero. I get it. You memorize the song. Zero X and Donkey Kong Jr. F. Ninja Gaiden 1, Ninja Gaiden 2, Ninja Gaiden 3. <laughs> Who's in the USA? Ah! Thank you for watching along with me. Okay, Alex, this should look good. This. Alright, on to the next one. We will not be sharing the audio of this ad. Joe's Barbecue and Foot Massage! Joe's Barbecue and Foot Massage! You better come down here, get some of this shit. You like to eat? <laughs> America loves to eat. So why not open up somewhere America can sit down, enjoy a meal, and get the feet real. We'll fry anything you want for $5.99. As long as it's friable or edible, we're going to make it deliciable. We will fry parts of the chicken you didn't even know was fried. The beef, the feathers, we'll fry candy bars. All that European stuff that you don't really normally eat, we'll bring it down here and fry it for you. Ask McDonald's to fry something other than what they normally fry. Guess what you're going to get? Nothing. If it fits in the dough, I'll put it in the fryer. Hell, this is a dinosaur. All our meats are gently tenderized to their optimum deliciousness. We got fine dinosaur meat. Took my money, made me pay child support. Come on down here and get you a slice. Once they get your social security number, it's over. Motivated, 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 motivated. So friends, let's just decide you don't want no barbecue. Well, that's fine too. Why not let one of my foot specialists or myself perform my magic? Look at that, don't they look wonderful? If you really pay me enough, we'll massage your <laughs> Success is the rule down here at Jones. Good ass barbecue and foot massage. So go ahead and give me a call or find us on the worldwide index at the new website. That's J-O-N-E-S, big ass. Classic. Also very good. good Thank you for sharing. Michael, you have anything you want to share? Maybe um, next week? Uh, this isn't necessarily related, but well, it's also barbecue, but look up Mr. Spriggs Barbecue. Mr. what? I think it's Mr. Spriggs. Yeah, yeah, there we go, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Give me some of that meat falls off the bone baby wow. i'm hungry i said baby you hungry let's head to mr spriggs and get us some ribs 10 17 south air depot i need that s-p-r-i-g-g-s when i'm dealing with mr spriggs i only deal with the best gotta have that s-p-r-i-g-g-s call 733 mr spriggs barbecue is always <laughs> mr spriggs barbecue <laughs> Wow. I want. That's just a real like, commercial. That is so impressive. Yeah. I said I'd never go to Oklahoma, but I might go to Oklahoma. Alex. I've been obsessed with this commercial for a really long time, and I highly considered going there just for it. 
The saddest you thing ever. The Oklahoma? Mr. Spriggs Barbecue is closed. How did it close down after that? Doesn't, I feel like does that... not make any sense. Huh? God, this is literally the worst timeline in history. Yeah, like I really feel like what I did was I just performed a magic trick because I I showed you something that you really want and then I I just took it away. Yeah, like that classic one... pulling the oh. rug from under the feet. Yeah. Because, like, the Mr. Spriggs yeah. barbecue, it falls off the bone. Like, it Mr. says Mr. Spriggs barbecue. <laughs> falls off the bone. <laughs> yeah. It's good to try hard commercials for barbecue. It's just, it's, saw. yeah. It's the best. As soon as Avery put the other barbecue uh, video, the one that we just watched before that, yeah. in our group chat, I immediately just started singing Mr. Spriggs barbecue. Because, <laughs> to me, it's just, every time I think about barbecue, I think about Mr. Spriggs. That's all I'm going to think about now. Well, thanks for doing my segment called Simon's Last Hurrah. Wow. Which makes it sound like I'm I'm exiting the podcast, but... <laughs> or like you're dying. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you have a terminal yeah, I mean, illness. it could... Like, okay, the thing is, like, I, it's important to, like, remember the last YouTube video that made you laugh because it could be, like, the last YouTube video that ever will make you laugh, you know? Oh, so yeah. you gotta you gotta really hold on to that. What would be the worst YouTube video to watch? Like The what, last what, one to make you laugh? Like a Vine compilation. <laughs> what would be, like, a, a... What YouTube video would make you regret that you watch YouTube video for the last YouTube video? Uh, people you are watched. awesome. Easy. Yeah, people are people awesome are videos. Awesome. You're like, fuck, I'm like getting off. Of, like, I don't get to exist in this planet anymore with all these awesome people fucking squirrel suiting everywhere. I think it's like, uh, it's like fail videos, but it's only the ones where like girls in bikinis like fall off of roofs. <laughs> That's the last video <laughs> you get to watch. Like, oh, how disappointing. Would that doing be? a rope swing and like getting a rope burn like people do in that video must be. Oh, that's how oh, people get staffed, bro. It, it would be like for me who'd you watch one of those like super bro-y prank videos if I had to be the last video oh I watched and I died after that. Like what a worse like what a disappointing like, like, last YouTube video. Dude perfect. Like, yeah, like, dude perfect. Throwing yeah. a piece of bread like on top of a sandwich. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I would want to try that, but I'm gonna die now. Yeah. That was that was honestly I have it written down. That's the conception of this, like the last YouTube video you get to watch before you die. But mm. I think that I don't know. I'd rather it happen organically. Like I watch one. Like, do you know? Do you know my video of choice would be for the last one what? before I die? Uh, lo-fi, gr- lo-fi girl. Lo- oh, that's because you're it, immortal. It fucking you doesn't end. Die. It doesn't yeah. end. It just goes on forever. And I, like, sorry, I got chill beats. I just have to study all for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Would be the best video to watch before you die. I'd say a fail video because you're like, I'm never gonna feel pain again. Probably like a <laughs> video, like a compilation of just like all your happiest moments. <laughs> uh, easy best Simon, Simon compilations awesome of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to watch my compilations if I know I'm gonna die afterwards. Let's, let's, let's write it out with like good fine compilations. What was oh the God. what was the YouTube rewind that was like Will Smith? Will oh, Will Smith. Will Smith. That's hot. 2017. That's hot. I'd watch that. I just want I just want to hear Will Smith say that that's hot. Anyway, I think we should probably move on. It's getting late. We should probably talk about Gundam, yeah. Yeah, Simon, thank you so much for that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that was a great segment. This the, I like getting like one YouTube video recommendation. That's the thing. It's like I don't want to like sit down and watch like somebody's whole like YouTube journey, you know? No. But I like one ju- like jumping off point video, and I feel like I have a couple of those. So yeah, I appreciate that. I'm excited to yeah. watch some more. 
All right, let's talk about episode 12. Master Asia appears. Big episode. Big episode. Uh, this is the episode where we get to meet Daddy. I, oh, sorry. I mean, uh, Master Asia. Ooh, Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> Domon is dispatched to Shinjuku, Tokyo, where the devil Gundam was recently seen. There he's attacked by the Dark Army or the Death Army uh, in the subtitles, a new enemy, and is saved by his old master, Master Asia. It turns out Master Asia is the Gundam fighter from Hong Kong, and he's been perfect protecting the citizens of Tokyo from the Death Army. Domon and Master Asia work together to save the citizens left in Tokyo uh, from the Death Army by luring them out to sea where they would drown. Thoughts on Master Asia? We get a big character reveal here. We get Master Asia, the previously spoken about uh, character. What would you all think about him? Smash the fuck. <laughs> Asia is so fucking cool. I respect him. Yeah? Yeah, I like. I mean, honestly, if any of us like Master Asia one one hundredth of how much Doman likes Master Asia, then I think that he's going to be remembered pretty fondly by this podcast. Yeah, the cool thing about Master Asia is that like, um, he like the Death Army shoots at him and he just grabs the bullets. Like that's yeah. something that you can do. Yeah, uh, like Asia. like that's a possibility in this universe. Is that like mm -hmm. a human being can just grab the bullets? That a Gundam shoots at you. Yeah, that's that, slightly Asia different so from cool. the days of Amaro. But <laughs> it, it's so cool. It's it, like I, I like Master Asia so much because I know the show is literally showing me that he's not trustworthy for Thrain, and I honestly just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Like I'm still like, yeah, let's go Master Asia. Like I know he's bad. Like it's already been shown to me, and I'm still rooting for him. He's that cool. I also. Oh. I love how vulnerable Domon got with him, like, immediately. Yeah. He, like, immediately fell to the ground and started crying. Just weeping, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's... that's why that's why Master Asia's daddy. It's just, like... You come to him with your woes, yeah. and he remedies them. Also, it was, that's a good reminder that this is also Gundam, and shit is sad and real. It's true. And I gotta cry about the fact that my mom died, my dad basically died, my brother betrayed the fucking world. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not true. gonna let you forget like how fucked up Doma's life is, and yeah, it's funny this show is. You still get a little bit of classic Gundam in it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's all uh, all fun, even though there's a lot of fun in this show. There, yeah, you know, Domon has gone through a lot. Although, like, I will say, I kind of enjoy that the show is, doesn't hit us over the head with it constantly, like with how like much he's going through, which is kind of nice because it feels like in a lot of the previous entries, it was just like constant reminder of all of the shit the pilot's going through and stuff do you think that domon is simping too much for master asia or do you think when you watched it did you think did you not think anything of it i mean yes he's simping too hard for him yes but also i agree like master asia like yes should be simp for the heart okay okay it's Just like wanted to clear it's that like up. it's like i it's one of the things like i get i i truly get how Domon is ignoring the red flags in Master Asia. Yeah. Because I honestly want to as well. <laughs> he's so cool. Like, I, like, I know. That's it's like, like, I know. That's, that's what's great about Master Asia is like, he's so cool. He does all this cool shit, but then he's like, how are you? Like, how are you? Like, let's just check right now. Like, I just want to check in with you, like, emotionally. Like, where are you at right now? And oh my gosh. Like, and when he just has, like, boy talk with Domon too, where he's yeah. like, 
oh, Domon, don't say that to women. Don't say women have yeah. high blood pressure. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just us two guys. We're just messing around. I'm getting to give you a noogie. I'm Master Asia. That's my name. But seriously, like, how are you? Like, just bring it in real quick. Let's let's get a little hug. You know, get just check hug. in. I want to know about your feelings, Domon. You've been shining finger a lot, but have you been? You've been shining finger out, but shining finger yourself, Domon. <laughs> Have you shining fingered yourself recently? (laughs) (laughs) Last time Um, I got shining fingered was by my doctor. It's called colonoscopy. (laughs) And I'm clean. I'm going to live forever. I'm Master Asia. Also, I think is this the episode where Rain got the control of Shining Gundam? Uh, Next episode. No. Okay. But that episode is imprinted in my brain. The next episode, then. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and move on to the next episode then. Uh, episode thirteen, Domon versus the Big Five. When I say when I say Big Five, like what are you what are you all thinking? Like what's the sporting Big goods. Five? Sporting goods. You know, like sporting goods, like the Big Five sports. Like I was thinking about maybe like the Big Five, like soft drinks, like Coke, Bepis, Sprite, Mountain Dew. Yeah. Fanta. Okay. Uh, Barks root beer. I- uh did you did you have you tried the new mountain dew uh hot seltzer water no wait it's now in stores yes i said it what i said you can <laughs> that's drink, a you four can logo and get drunk <laughs> what, did you find it somewhere <laughs> i saw a picture of it online oh yeah i also saw a picture I, of uh mountain dew flaming hot which is flaming hot cheeto flavored mountain dew i tried to buy it on amazon and it's like really fucking expensive <laughs> and you get it you get a warning from the who <laughs> telling you not to i got a call and it was jeff bezos and he was like are you sure <laughs> i have one of these and it's right next to me michael <laughs> pippen do you want it alex is looking something up i was looking at the hot seltzer five percent alcohol oh shit a bunch of alcohol for jakey mountain dew yeah it's like a four loco because mountain dew also gets you hyped as shit okay do you think this is gonna like be a festival drink, or do you think it's gonna be like a like a more tasteful drink? No, uh. no, it's going to be a festival. It's yeah. absolutely going to be a festival drink. I think I it's gonna be a, be a frat bro drink. It's gonna be a frat party drink. I think 100%. it's gonna be a drink uh, that primarily is drinking by like alcohol underage kids. <laughs> I was gonna say by yeah. people who have a drinking problem. This seems like a drink that was made to be underage drunk, and like yeah. I and like Mike's hard lemonade is the only this is other like, like literally the alcohol version of candy cigarettes. It's like taking something yeah. kids love and making it bad for them. <laughs> you literally are either underage and drinking this, or you're an alcoholic and drinking this. There is no in between. Yeah. yeah, or you're like us and you just want to try it. Or you just want to try it. Hey, like, I just want like, to play Halo, but, like, but I want it to be goofy. Yeah. There's a difference between trying it and drinking it, though. Someone who, a, a, a normal consumer of this. No, I just, no... I just want to try a 12-pack, like, all in one sitting, just, like, while I'm playing Every Halo day. with my friends and eating uh, pizza. Like, I just want to try that twice a week. Just, like, I, after, like, a really hard day, I just want to try, like, you know, six of yeah. them. Yeah. Just, like, so I, I, I just want to, like, skip the second half of work and come home on my lunch break yeah. and try a six-pack. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 I mean, it is, like, two o'clock, but it's five o'clock somewhere, and I might just want to try and down horsing around while I'm in the bathroom at work, like, and then just, like, Guilty maybe, pleasure, baby. Just, like, maybe try and drink some other Mountain Dew to, like, kind of cover up the smell of the alcohol yeah. Mountain Dew. Like, that's just something we could try. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, like, you know, it, it's healthy because it's no sugar, so I'm going to try and be healthier and drink it. Like, yeah. It's... I'll just try and drink it, like, you know, 
while I'm on like a bike ride. Like I'll just try it. Yeah, like I don't know. The best time to like try a lot of those like alcoholic drinks are like when you're driving a car or like operating heavy machinery. <laughs> and like I just like love just like I grabbed it at the Walmart and I just wanted to like try it on the way home. You know, well like, I think it's totally reasonable just like by trying it by like taking like a big gulp from Speedway, yeah. dumping out like all of the contents of that and just filling up with alcohol. Like I think yeah. that's just like the best way to try it. And then like just going about daily activities. Go to yeah. the store, drive your motor vehicle, you know, go try to, like, to your navigate. nieces and nephews, hug yeah. them and breathe right onto them. I think it's just the yeah. best way to try it. Yeah, work through your relationships while also having to navigate your Mountain Dew uh, disorder. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> All right, episode 13. If this go- <laughs> sounds like you, go talk to someone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Domon versus the Big Five. Domon and Master Asia set out to search for survivors. Uh, the Master leaves Domon alone, and Domon is attacked by Chibity Crockett, Argo Golski, Saisaishi, and George Desand, who appear to now serve the Devil-slash-Dark-slash-Ultimate Gundam. Meanwhile, Rain is attacked by a mysterious Gundam, uh, and Domon fights the Gundam uh, whenever he gets back, and uh, he's unable to stop its attack with his shining finger, until Rain helps him, they do like a combined attack, which is super yeah. cool. Hold uh, hands. And the mysterious Gundam retreats, and Domon and Rain meet back up with Master Asia, and all is good. Um this is uh this is a big scene for young Michael, which is Rain <laughs> getting the pilot suit on. Yeah, I I completely understand this yeah. one. Is- this is a big scene for adult Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's it's you know is what it is i really enjoy yeah. it <laughs> um but i wanted to ask you all what your kind of thoughts were i think around you know these last couple episodes we're starting to get a little bit more the show's starting to get a little bit more mysterious and we're starting to get the bigger plot of the show right um, you know the everything is now about the dark devil gundam and um about uh kyoji and uh, now we got Master Asia, Asia. So it's like a, a bigger plot. And what are your all thoughts on like the pivot from the more uh, m- like mystery of the week to this bigger kind of more episodic uh, adventure? I think doing it 13 episodes in is perfect. I'm getting a little bored of Monster of the Week. Mm-hmm. I'm now I'm interested enough in the characters. To be like, okay, now there's something to be invested in. Okay, yeah. It's. Not too early, not too late. I think it's a, a good time. Mm-hmm. I also really like the introduction. I think that the Gundams or the mobile suits are getting even more ridiculous at this point, and I'm loving <laughs> it. Like, I don't know if it was next episode, but like the Joker Gundam. Yeah. Um, like that's so cool. <laughs> like it's just like in like Gundam with like horns on it now. Like it's just everything's getting like bigger and badder, and I think that the more it distances the more it distances itself from universal century the more i like it mm-hmm. um just because like variety is the spice of life baby hell yeah i agree also i'm just so curious about the guy who created this gundam to make it look like a double like mm-hmm. what what yeah. was this man thinking yeah i don't know we'll find out I like I remember like watching this and kind of like being 
like into the show and then when it got to this point where every week was like part of this bigger darker story just being like so like kind of surprised by it because i was like oh i thought this was like a really fun light-hearted show and then it's kind of turns into something a little bit bigger and there's more intrigue and mystery and um his mom died and all this stuff so i think it works really well i like, like what you said alex about it kind of being the perfect time because it was like getting a little bit stale and then um it kind of introduced these bigger themes and darker darker things but still like goofy as hell like yeah jumping on bullets and using a headband to blow up gundams but yeah. and i can't imagine being a kid and watching this or like especially a kid in a western country where like we don't get shows like this like mm-hmm. most kid shows are episodic and that's kind of what this goes and it just kind of jumps hard into the story which I'm assuming a lot of kids who watch this as kids probably one of their first like introductions to this type of storytelling. Totally. How intriguing that must be to be like, whoa, like episodes are not connecting to each other. Because you get that with the uh, mummies. Like, you get a very small hint of what mm. the devil Gundam can do. And then you get this episode and you're like, oh. Like, a lot of these last three episodes, all kind of, they all build up on each other. And if it's your first time watching it, which I bet a lot of people yeah. who discover this when it was airing yeah and i think that like this show focuses on like fighting in such a different way that like american cartoons focus on fighting just because i think that like from what i've seen from like power rangers and gi joe from the time it's very like very military and like all about or it's either that or like really far um away from that like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other cartoons at the time, but all I can think is like what was on Boomerang. Um, but <laughs> yeah, oh, the combat's very different from Tom and Jerry from Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> like at it's no so point true. does a Gundam like paint a, a, a hole a into tunnel a mountain. For it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, the piano fell on the Devil Gundam. It got flattened. <laughs> No, that um, is it is interesting to like that it seems like most like cartoons at least like when I was a kid like were very much like every episode was a self-contained story or you know there is no larger story and I think like a more narrative based uh series was definitely introduced to me through Toonami through like Dragon Ball Z was obviously like a big story but when it like the first time I was ever really able to comp- complete these stories for my personally was through the bootleg DVDs I had of G Gundam and then of Veroni Kenshin. Like I had those both box sets DVDs and I was able to watch the full story. And it was really like one of the first times for a TV show, I was able to like see this full, you know, thing through within like a short period of time. Cause I basically binged it, which like when you're that young, you like you don't get to really watch like a full story that that's long you know but so i'm into it i'm into it all right episode 14 the last episode of today uh is called shocking shining finger defeated spoiler alert title of the fucking show second i saw the opening credits i knew we were in for disaster all right rain notices that there are four unidentified objects heading for earth specifically for tokyo uh she also notices that master is going into an abandoned subway station 
She follows him and loses him. There, she is hypnotized by a strange light and follows it follows it to where she finds all of Domon's friends' crew. So, like, Saisaishi's crew, Chibidi's people, like, they're all chilling, hanging out, like, in this area, like, in these weird chambers. Uh, they explain to her that they were all brought there just like she and Domon were and that something is wrong with their pilots. As they emerge from the station, they see Domon being beaten by four Gundam fighters. They exclaim that they no longer care for their past ambitions. Uh, Master Asia comes and tries to trick Domon into joining with the others. However, Rain makes Domon realize that his master is a servant of the devil Gundam. What? Master Asia transforms his Kulun Gundam into the Gundam that almost destroyed Domon just a few episodes earlier. The Master Gundam. Just like Master Asia, it's called the Master Gundam. Just like Master Chief. Before he's almost successful in recruiting Domon, the four unidentified objects land and reveal themselves to be the Shuffle Alliance. The strongest Gundam fighters, which have, uh, I think their backstory is that they've been like... uh, passed down from generation to generation and the shuffle alliance goes back millennia to the beginning of time they are uh simply part of society that is required for us to exist after a small discussion master asia retreats for the time being and says that domon is no longer his pupil wow and that's the end of the episode and thus the end of the episodes we're talking about today what are your thoughts on the turncoat of Master Asia, is he a bad guy confirmed? Is he good? Is it all a bluff? What are y'all's thoughts? I I genuinely don't know because he does seem to be trying to save Sinjuku. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, there is some sort of him wanting to save the town, and that's pretty obvious. Yeah. He's also clearly working for Double Gundam. So capacity. I'm really confused by his character. I don't know if he's good or bad. I want him to be good. He's too, he's too cool to be bad, but he's also too cool to be good, so I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, obviously I know what happens moving forward, but it, it is interesting, like, if he's bad, why, like, I, I don't really understand what his plan is here. Like, why mm-hmm. is he chilling with Domon and Rain and, like, helping and, like, trying to kill all the all the Dark Gundams? Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't quite add up, you know what I mean? But like he's clearly trying to brainwash Dolan as well to join him. So like I don't know what his plan is. I'm very confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I legitimately didn't see it coming, which was kind of cool. I think that in the past, I could kind of see all the big plot points coming from a little while away. Not because mm-hmm. I'm like particularly smart or anything, but just because like, I think that's how the show is told a lot of the time with lots yeah. of preemptive actions. But this one, I was like, I was legitimately... um surprised and thought that it was cool to have this big of a plot point because like you introduce someone that is like the master of the protagonist Mm -hmm. and it is pretty i mean that's a i i guess that character turning into a bad guy is a trope that has been used before but it is certainly used few and far between so um it was cool to have that like cinematic of a you know climax to the first i i mean it seemed like this was kind of the climax of the second set of episodes that we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I think he's still bad. I think that he just, like, is, like, chaotic evil. So he's, like, willing to help out the... He's willing to do whatever, but he just has his own agenda that he's pushing, I suppose. So he's just, like, as long as that thing, that goal gets achieved at the end, which just seems like world domination along with the devil Gundam, then he'll do whatever. And, I mean, whether that be, like, making decisions that make no sense for pushing that agenda, I guess that's part of it. But, yeah, I I, I like him as a character, and I'm looking forward to seeing him unfold more. I want to see, like, Doman seems pretty fucked up about it, to be completely honest. So I want to see the, like, Doman Master Asia fights and how those progress. Mm-hmm. But I think this will be really cool. I also was very surprised by the introduction of the shuffle. Yeah. So the shuffle alliance are good guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like they like Master Asia, like he was talked down from fighting them in the last episode, right? Or was he ever going to fight them? I think that they were going to intervene and fight him if they needed to. Yeah, but he's like, I'm going to peace. We'll like do this another day because he he was a former member of the shuffle alliance and then right. he gave his status as a member to domon whenever domon oh like, the like trained underneath him yeah that's why he's like yeah. like the heart man or whatever yeah heart heart hartman uh from south park um oh yeah oh, yeah <laughs> yeah Hartman's in this he's in this one too huh yeah, yeah. heart hartman um hartman yeah <laughs> yeah from South Park. Yeah. Oh my god, they killed Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Shuffle Alliance, but it's just the characters it's from South Park. South Park. Like, and they're in that animation style, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. What are your all's thoughts so far on G- Mobile Fighter, G Gundam, and uh, what are you looking forward to in the next episodes? Like, what are you hoping for um, moving forward? What are, you, what are you excited to see? I want to see what the fuck the Shuffle Alliance can do. They all look badass, and they're supposed to be the strongest Gundams ever. I want to see that. I also want to see Domon display his, like, diamond powers more, because clearly he's holding back. Mm-hmm. The fact that he, like, as ultimate form, he hasn't used it since. Well, I, I want to see some like real fighting, and I think we're gonna get that. I think we're gonna. It, I don't think I don't know if it's gonna be in the next block, but I'm very excited for that Domon and Master Asia fight where Domon yeah. goes all out. That's gonna be such a cool fight. I'm looking forward to more mobile suits that are influenced by like real life items like i really like joker gundam and like all of the shuffle alliance gundam and how they were like influenced by real things yeah um and like because like the countries is one thing but like it's cool to see other themes influencing the gundam design or the mobile suit design because that hasn't been a thing in the past like they've been designed strictly to either fulfill like the bad guy design or the good guy design and past that they kind of just look like fighter pilots or like like fighter planes or like you know battleships or whatever and every they seem very util like every part of it is for utility like that was honestly like a theme of the of like victory gundam like all of the utility um attachments we can add to make it a better military fighter but some of these gundams or these mobile suits are just ridiculous 
mm-hmm. and I am looking forward to seeing how far they'll push that. Well, I'm looking forward to talking more about G Gundam with you two and talking to our lovely listeners. So for now, it's been me, Michael, Alex, and Simon, and we will be back next week with the next seven episodes of Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Epic. Until then, bye. 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 Bye.